This is where the fun begins. Welcome to the Canto Cast, where the stakes are high, the drinks are cold, and no matter your bet, Jeff and Tristan have you covered. So grab your chips, drink up, and enjoy the show. We would be honored if you would join us. So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first? Welcome everyone to the Kanto Cast. We have the big 20th episode today and we are so excited to bring it to you. We are recording on Super Bowl Sunday. I'm Tristan. I'm Jeff. And we are going to hop in right into this, which should be a very, very fun episode, kind of with our, our revamped um, style we're using. So I think we're going to dedicate the first half specifically to Star Wars and kind of talk about, in this episode specifically, um, we're going to talk about kind of the anticipation for the Han Solo trailer. Uh, that should supposedly be coming out, right? Rumors it's coming out on Super Bowl Sunday. We're recording this the morning of Super Bowl Sunday, so uh, there's been no confirms yet or no leaks or anything like that. But uh, we're hoping for that, and we're just going to talk about Han Solo, or Solo, I should say, in general. And then we're also going to switch gears further down the line and just talk about anything geeky. I think we're just going to do... We're talking about It, the movie, since uh, Jeff recently saw It, and... Um, just talk about anything, our general maybe hobbies, because we have kind of, that's kind of a new part of our show here that we're just starting to uh, get ready. So, Jeff, what do you think yeah. of the um, the anticipation? Do you think it's true that we're going to see a solo trailer during the Super Bowl? Oh, there's been so many, you know, fake clickbait ads that I've seen last week here saying, yes, there is, no, there isn't. Yes, there is, no, there isn't. Yeah. So... I'm not sure. I mean, there's one there saying they were breaking down how much it costs for a, you know, a minute long ad for the Super Bowl, and they're like, "There's no way Disney's going to spend that much for, you know, a minute long teaser." Right. So I have no idea. I'm really hoping they do have one, because come on, it's Disney. You know, they have the money to throw. Oh around, yeah, so. no, they they made billions. You know, a million is pocket change for them <laughs> right i would really love to see a trailer today but if hey if not you know today you never know maybe they'll you know surprise everybody and drop it tomorrow morning or something like that just like out of the blue right you know non-related you know big event type thing and make it its own it's own spectacle know, thing. yeah yeah um but i mean yeah. they released trailers during monday night football so like the Super Bowl, I think would be like the perfect time for them to like do that, because right. you know everyone everyone watches Monday Night Football right to go just for the Star Wars trailer pretty much at halftime or whatever, and they probably get a couple extra million viewers during halftime just for the trailer, but um, right. but the Super Bowl, you know, we have millions. It's like the, what the most televised event in America, I believe. Um, right. So, I. I it, it just it does. It, why wouldn't they? You know, it, everyone is going to be watching, and everyone's had questions about this movie and has its doubts. So if they were to drop a trailer and it were to be like really good, right? Then I feel like it would just be the perf the perfect storm for Disney to release it at some point during the Super Bowl. At, and see, I, I I'm a bad. I guess I'm a bad American. I don't even know who's performing at halftime um, this year. Yeah. Do Do you know? I I have no idea. <laughs> I'll look I it, I'll, I'll look it up. Tonight. Yeah, I know, I'll Google it here real quick. But uh, see, that shows you how much I care about the NFL. But anyways, um, yeah, yeah, it uh, it just to me like it would make sense. And I'm sure there's a lot of clickbait articles that have no actual proof that say yes. I'm sure that, that I'm sure that's out there. 
But for yeah. me, just kind of using reasoning, I would say yes. I think there's there is a good chance that we would get a uh, solo trailer tonight. Right, that, and they'll get one extra viewer because I could care less about the game itself. I'm just watching for the commercials. To tell you the truth, so you know, a solo trailer drop in night would be the best thing for me. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm I'm looking through this. Um, gosh, I'm trying to wait. Is is it Pink that's gonna be at halftime? No, no, Justin oh, Justin Timberlake will be there. Oh wow, okay, uh, cool. Oh, it's Timberlake, huh? Timberlake, that's huh. good. That's actually that's good. They've had some. I mean, because let's. I don't even know. I forgot who did Fifty One. I know Coldplay did it one year, and then yeah. Uh, okay, Justin Tim- huh. Timberlake will be um, doing awesome. Heck? All right. Actually, I, I would I'll be excited if Pink was doing it too. So yeah, yeah, definitely. I think Justin t- t- he's had a big year. He also did um, the Formula One United States Grand Prix too. Um, so he he has been <laughs> at yeah. some big stuff. It's been a good year for him, um, definitely. Because let's see, the Formula One was Stevie Wonder and Justin Timberlake, and I guess well, Super Bowl would be Justin Timberlake. Wow. Anyways, um, so have have your have you become a little bit have you become more like uneasy about the solo movie because we get closer to the release date and we still don't know really anything at all the synopsis came out i think a couple weeks ago yeah, that, but and I, that was a very general synopsis okay because i haven't <laughs> Any, i haven't read the synopsis predicted that okay i haven't read the synopsis because i uh like i don't want anything to be like all i know is that it's taking place before episode four and that's all i want to know heading into this movie right I don't want to know. I, I want to be like shown the Falcon, and I and I want to be like shown that like I know what I want from the movie, so I don't want to read anything right. before and like try to like count anything out or like judge it too early. So, um, but so we pretty much know yeah. nothing. So how do you f- just feel about it in general right now? I'm still going with my gut, saying that Ron Howard's not going to disappoint, and. I am a little apprehensive, but at the same time, I'm excited. Yeah. Because I'm still, I am just now probably coming down from the last Jedi high. And, mm-hmm. but knowing that, hey, in May, I'm going to get to see another Star Wars movie, you know, it just gets me more pumped up. Yeah. And yeah, and I know some people are saying, oh, I don't know anybody that's excited for this solo movie. Show me someone that excited that's excited and when i heard that i was like i went right to twitter and i'm like this guy right here yeah i'm excited i'm excited so, i'm i'm more excited for solo than i am the last jedi i think to be honest yeah i mean this i think when you know less about a film it tends to get you more excited even though you may be apprehensive at the same time right yeah no no but yeah with that excitement for me comes great worries no doubt but like I really want to see this movie. I really do. Yeah. I want to see what they do with Solo, and I want to see Ron Howard uh, in Star Wars because Ron Howard's one of my favorite directors, anyways. But seeing him in Star Wars is gonna be awesome. So, and and I think I, I think I talked about this with Jason Parks too. Like it, I mean, if Solo is good, that I mean, I think I will honestly can say that I enjoy the anthology films more than I do the episodic ones. Which I don't right. know if very many people will share that opinion with me, but uh, I've honestly found at this point in the trilogy, I just kind of found it disappointing compared to what I thought it would be, and 
I've only seen one anthology film, which is Rogue One, and that blew away, you know, all expectation I had. So, I mean, it, it's an early theme. It's an early trend that could easily be, you know, reversed here in five years whenever more of each type comes out. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just have a hunch that I'm just going to enjoy Disney's anthology series more. But that's just me. Yeah, I, I can see that. But... I'm just excited if it has Star Wars on the front of it. I'll be excited. Yeah, I know. I mean, I enjoy it. Like, I go and I watch The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, and I enjoy them. The Last Jedi had some amazing moments to me. Like, uh, like especially whenever Yoda and Luke came together with Burning Shit. That is probably my favorite scene from the whole movie. I think I can say at this point, after letting it all soak in, um, right. that's probably my number one scene, followed by, I would say, the uh, the Snoke in the throne room scene. That was pretty, that was pretty oh, good. Yeah. And uh, and then of course the final crate scene like those are my top three um, scenes. But uh, no, I mean I I don't know. I we'll we'll see. And I mean this movie has had a lot of you know it's had some heavy reshoots and edits done to it. And right. hopefully it doesn't feel like that. Hopefully we don't feel like we're getting two weird movies glued together. Um, right. Two different genres like glued together would be kind of weird. But uh, I don't think we will. Um, yeah, I've, so. I've also heard some people saying that the reason we are not, it's been, you know, getting pushed off like this of us getting a trailer for Solo is because that maybe Ron Howard doesn't want to make the same, I guess you wouldn't want to say mistake as Gareth Ed- Edwards did and release a trailer with a bunch of footage that's not going to be in the movie. Right, exactly. Which, yeah. He wants to make sure (laughs) everything he puts in the trailer is going to be in the movie for the fans so that we don't come back and go, well, where the heck was this? Exactly. No, I think, honestly, the Rogue One trailer may have made may have been made of like 60% deleted scenes. <laughs> like, right. like there is hardly, you know, like there's like, especially with the TIE fighter at the very end of Rogue One, you know, and then that one, scene where like Jin is in that dark hallway and it lights up like yeah. I was thrilled to see that it didn't happen like wait what yeah and then I was, I yeah. was waiting for the that that beach yeah that be- whole beach scene I'm like where's yeah. the beach I know the- yeah right it, it's just it's, Come on. it's completely they, they really I feel like changed the final act a lot in Rogue One and I, I yeah. personally love the final act and I feel like I would have also loved it if it was something else but uh no, no, yeah, I don't know. That it's just uh, it's interesting. And I was really hoping when they released the Blu-ray of Rogue One that they would have had those like original, maybe the original ending, you know, right. and the special features or the deleted scenes that we didn't see, just so we knew maybe how they were going to fit them in there. Yeah, exactly. So, and I don't know. <laughs> it could have turned into a Blade Runner thing, like where you have oh the theatrical cut and then the director's cut and then the final cut. Right. <laughs> but right. I, I don't think they're. I don't think they want to do that. That's kind of a mess, yeah. to be honest. And I think they are yeah. asked Ryan Johnson about a director's cut for Last Jedi, and he said he wasn't going to do that. Yeah, he said there will be deleted scenes, but he's not going to put out a special extended cut. Right. Because so. I heard it like the original cut of the Thane of Menace is what like three hours long. Yeah. There's always that whole debacle. People were. There's people say, oh, if it was that long, it would have been an amazing movie. As people said, oh no, it would just it would have made it even worse. And I I don't know. Yeah. I tend to find longer movies not an issue because it gives it more time to develop. Yeah, but uh, not. I mean, and for the 
the Phantom Menace being my favorite of the prequels, I would have loved to have a extended cut of that one. Yeah. Just see what they cut out and where the story went. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I wonder if we would have seen like if we would have gotten like more time on Coruscant, or if we would have gotten. Um, I don't know. I don't know where you know an extra like hour really the Phantom Menace would have taken us to. I don't think we would have right. spent more time on Tatooine. I think Tatooine was simple, supplemental enough. But maybe right. more time on Naboo and more time on Coruscant, if I had to guess. Um, yeah, probably like maybe some of the battle scenes were longer. Yeah, exactly. And stuff like that. Yeah, the invasion kind of actually, it didn't just happen, it kind of played out. And uh, there could have been like more debate in the Senate, which people hate. Like when like yeah. when it shows the Senate, but I personally love that. Yeah. <laughs> I love like this, like that whole, the, the, the Coruscant. The Galactic Republic government and all yeah. that. To me, it's fascinating. But I, I just think it's funny that people complain about the politics in Star Wars, but you think about it, if it wasn't for the politics in Star Wars, there would be no wars. Exactly. So yeah. You, no, need, you needed the politics there. Exactly. The story to progress. So. Yeah. Because, I mean, like the, the major decisions... And I guess you could almost argue. I mean, no, it it is. The Order sixty six is actually a, a political move, right? By Palpatine to yeah. to secure power. So, I mean, I, and I'm not a big fan of so order, politics. Order sixty six is all. politics. So if you didn't find, you know, if you found Order sixty six interesting, that means you like politics. That's what that means. Right. <laughs> like, know. like I've said before, I'm not a big fan of real world, real world politics. But if you know. If it's in the Star Wars world, heck, I'm I'm all about it. So yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'd rather spend my time and energy dedicated towards Star Wars politics than real life ones. But, yeah, I uh, mean, if if my poli sci class I had at college, man, was you know all about Star Wars politics, I probably would have aced that course. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Just yeah, just politics in real life. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I know I, I originally like because I knew like when I was you know I've always kind of known I wanted to do like a job that travels a lot like an international job, and like you know when I was like just exploring those possibilities I looked at like, um like jobs like within the government and like the State Department, and like and then like moving on to like ha- having like political office I was like nah I don't want to hold any type of political office I don't want to get involved in, you know like government stuff like that I I just I couldn't I couldn't do it <laughs> I could not do it yeah. myself. Um, not like that. Um, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can, the best thing I can say about my poli-sci class at, uh, Potomac State was, it was, it was good for a nap time. <laughs> that, oh, that's how yeah. intriguing I found politics. Oh, and man. Truth, I have no idea why I took that class. <laughs> no idea. It, my, my dad graduated, um, with, um, political sciences as major, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. just interesting yeah. interesting stuff my dad it was one of my dad's like minors i think because uh-huh. the job that he you know eventually had so he needed that knowledge so yeah yeah but for me i think i maybe i just took it because when my dad talked about it it sounded interesting yeah <laughs> he, he hyped it I up like, i get in there and i'm like oh my god i'm bored yeah but <laughs> Oh man. Uh, yep. I I probably would have dropped that class. Like, you know what? I'm not I'm not sticking with this. I'm dropping. Yeah. 
I don't think I did. I think I dropped it after the first semester. Yeah. So I don't think I was in that class second semester. Yeah, like, oh, I don't even need to be in here. Just get me out of here. Yep. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that's... I don't even know what I'm going to take in college yet. I mean, I, like, I know what I need to take um, or what major I'm going on, but uh, I, I still don't know exactly what I'm going to have to take first year and all that. But uh, Right. Uh, we'll see. That'll all be fun. That'll all be ready to go at a, at a certain point in time. Um, so, I guess, going back to Star Wars Final Thoughts on Solo, um, I... I, I do feel confident in the movie, actually, because it's Ron Howard. Yeah. <laughs> and that, I think that's reason enough. That That's enough um, right. of, a, of a reason to like be, okay, it's going to be okay if uh, Ron Howard gets his hands on it. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be, I think, I think it's going to be good. I'm really looking forward to it. And um, I'm hoping just to see just the Falcon in all of its glory, too, and Chewie. Right. Um, I, I, w- I want to see all of it. Oh. I want to see it all come together. Speaking about what we want to see, what, like, maybe what are, who are some of the characters that you wouldn't want in this movie? Um, that they could possibly throw they in could there. Po- yeah, possibly throw in there. Well, at this point, I mean, a Dr. Evanson and, um, what's the other guy's name? Hondo um, Baba. Hondo Baba. That's, <laughs> <laughs> at this point, they're game for any movie before episode four, I think. So. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I'd say I, I would hate it, but I, I, I just, I'm, go, I'm not going to be surprised if we see them. You had them in Rogue One, you know, don't let them run into Han. Yeah. Like, oh. even, even <laughs> if it's just passing and he doesn't say anything. Right, right. What, what if for some reason they yeah. were like, Shake hands and talk, and then Mos Eisley Cantina. Like, oh my god, you know they're just doing this uh, just to just to torture us, <laughs> right? But okay, so them, um, huh, who else could he have run into in canon? Because he, I mean, he he's kind of new to everyone in the rebellion. I mean, he's gonna. I, I want to see him with Lando. Like, that's a must, right? Um, well, yeah. Well, so, we know. Yeah, Lando will be there. Yeah. So Lando, um. Ooh, sorry. Um, I'm, any droids? I don't want to. I don't want to somehow see R two or three PO and they're you know shuffle up. They seem to have right. Um, so, yeah, I, and I understand the tradition of they've been in every movie, Star Wars movie, but in Solo, it really wouldn't make sense. Yeah, it really wouldn't, unless of they all. Like I said, they all walk like you know. It's like from Han Solo's point of view, and he sees. Luke and Obi Wan, and you know the droids walk in, and then there they right. are. Like that is like the most realistic way I could see them being in the movie. Right, but, but uh, yeah, I don't even know if I want them to, you know, take us right up to Moss Eisley. I think it'll be more intriguing if you know they like maybe mention it, like oh we have we have to go, you know, hide out on Tatooine from Jabba for right now. Yeah. And like end it like that, like just mention that where they're going. Yeah, because he gets in trouble with Java, obviously. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of interesting that he's on Tatooine, which and he's wanted from Java and Java, right? And right there on, on Tatooine. Tatooine, right? It's like, like hiding in plain sight. My head. Like, yeah. why are you hiding from Java on his home planet? Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like hiding in plain sight. But uh, or, or yeah, mention something like. 
you know, or, I'm gonna or go, maybe, he did, maybe he did come from a meeting with Java. Right. You know, yeah. And or, that's why he's there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he's trying to go like talk to Java to, you know, like not get his head cut off. <laughs> um, so right. yeah. Cause Java's there in tat. Okay. In the, in the, you know, the Blu-ray edition, right. Java's there in Tatooine and they are talking to each other and Java doesn't have like Han, you know, killed. <laughs> he's just like, oh, why did you, you know, fry poor Greedo? And I was like, well, yeah. you sent him after me with a gun. What did you expect? <laughs> if, I, if I was Han, I would have just turned around and went, well, right there, you see that guy? He looks just like Greedo and dresses like him, so you got a replacement right there. Yeah, exactly. That, that Rodian right there, man. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was wondering if that's just Greedo recycled, you know, just. Right. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, would, I wouldn't put it past anything in 1977 to take place like that, but, uh. Right, because when I when I first saw the special edition, and they showed, you know, Boba Fett and the rest of his, you know, cronies behind him there, and then they showed that Rodian, I was like, I thought he killed just killed Greedo. I'm like, who is that guy? Yeah, exactly. You know, I I think he, I heard, he had the same outfit on. I think I heard one time that like it was like Greedo's wife or something. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, "What?" <laughs> but so they dress alike. Yeah, right. I, I just don't know. I just, I just don't know what was up with that roadie, and it was just yeah. random. I feel like they just needed or, a body there. It's like, oh yeah, let's throw you know that roadie guy in there. Yeah, but, yeah. The one that he just shot. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, it, that, it was just it was just weird to see that. Kind of kind of weird. It was a weird special edition thing. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, that's just odd, odd stuff. So I guess, um, I mean, if you want to, I think that'll, you know, do for uh, Star Wars. So we'll hop into, I guess, our other part of the show, which we don't have a name for yet. We just call yeah. it the, the geeky slash miscellaneous slash, we get, you know. We, we got to come up with a good name for our the second segment here. Yeah, yeah. We, Give us a week to think about it. I'm pretty sure I can come up with a good one. If not, <laughs> my wife's the one that came up with the good or our new description that I'll be adding in this week. So yeah. maybe I could ask her. Yeah, yeah. She'll come up with something. We'll get we'll get something. Don't worry, guys. We'll get something you know made up here. But uh, I mean, for now, I guess just talking about some. Well, let's talk about it. So you saw it. You said very recently, and uh, yeah. So <laughs> and then you saw the original one. So. Um, so yeah. did you like the first one and then how would you compare it to the original one from the nineties? Yeah, I, um, last weekend, my wife and I were at Walmart and saw the original 1990 television miniseries it in the $5 bin. So we were like, why not? I haven't seen it since the nineties and my wife has never seen it. Uh-huh. And she's been wanting to see that one before we saw the remake. So we picked it up, and last night we watched that one. And in the middle of watching that one, my wife said, says, why don't we just rent you know, the new one after we get done watching this one? And I was like, all right, I'm up for it. Yeah. And I, I did like the original. You know, the original was what it was, and I love Tim, Tim Curry as Pennywise. He, he's the one that put me off on clowns for the rest of my life. And now I was out of high school when I saw that movie for the first time. And 
it still put me off of clowns. I was like, no, no yeah. more clowns. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, and, clowns. and then <laughs> we watched the remake last night. And I can't remember the actor that played Pennywise in this one, but okay, that dude just reaffirmed for me. <laughs> clown suck. It, it was the Swedish guy, so, right? I, I forgot his name. I'll I think it. so. I'll yeah. It. Oh man, but I was like, dude, you just affirm my, you know, yeah, clowns suck. I know that the the opening scene of Georgie. Oh, okay. oh my. God. Yes, oh, that was it. Was horrifying. It my really eyes was. just bugged out of my head. I was like, "Whoa, they did not show that in the '91." Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. No, it, in '91 it was just like it, like clawing up towards Georgie, and this one, like his arm, you know, gets a spoiler, you know, gets ripped off, and like yeah. there's blood pouring down, like a bloodstream yeah. down to the drain. Like, oh my was, god, arm got. I told my wife, I'm like, now you remember how they said he died in the first one. They said his arm got ripped off, but you never saw it. Yeah. <laughs> this Damn. one just went, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I'm going to butcher um, the, the guy who played it, because it's, it's it's Swedish. Um, but his name is Bill Skarsgård is the best way I can pronounce that here in the English. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, that sounds familiar. It, it has like it has some of the weird... Um, one of the weird letters from the Swedish alphabet that's like the circle above the letter, okay. which I have no idea how you change that pronunciation because it's not an it's not an accent. But uh, right, and it, I'm sure all my Scandinavian and possibly even you know my my Baltic, all, all the listeners are just making <laughs> so much fun yeah. of me. I, I know Admiral Crust, who lives in one of the Baltic countries, is uh, he's probably laughing at me because I can't pronounce that. <laughs> but, uh, it's okay. But we'll just call it Pennywise we'll the dance Exactly. But uh, he did a great job. He was absolutely oh, yeah. horrifying. Oh, man, it still gives me the chills to think about. I mean, there's, like, only a handful of movies. I specifically just, like, going and, like, remember just, like, seeing in 2017 and just remember the movie. And one of those was It. And yeah, one of those was it. It was pretty much it. The Last Jedi, twenty forty nine, like Spider Man Homecoming, Guardians of the Galaxy two, Dunkirk. Just like you know, twenty seventeen was honestly I think the best year movies has had in a long time. Yeah. And twenty eighteen is gonna be pretty lackluster. I have I have a bad feeling about it because I mean right. for me like we have Solo, Infinity War, and Deadpool two. And to me like yeah, other that's... than that. Like I don't think there's anything else. Um, oh, there is uh, the fifteen seventeen to Paris. I'm looking forward to that. And, okay. Uh, actually, yesterday I saw uh, Hostiles. I don't know if you've. Heard... Oh yeah, I heard that was supposed to be pretty good. It, it is good. It's I'd probably give it a solid seven out of ten. It was a good movie. That, um, that that's the one they're comparing the the best western since Dances with Wolves. It, it yes, it reminded me a lot of Dances with Wolves. I didn't like it as much as Dances with Wolves. And I guess this, this, I guess this was a western, and it was it was good. It was it was good. Um, it, it 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 was probably yeah. I'd give it a, a seven seven out of ten. Um, I think my dad he saw it with me. He gave it like an eight or eight and a half out of ten. He really really liked it. Um, yeah. But I don't think it's based off a true story, which is fine. I I just don't think it is. And um, right. it was good. I would recommend it. Like if if anyone likes that genre, especially. Um, Cowboys yeah. and Indians. Then that is that is a really cool take on it because it's like a really, it's it's a really good story about like how someone that was so you know an Indian that was so anti-white and then an a white that was so anti-Indian end up coming together 
at the end to like survive the wilderness and like the trek to where they're trying to like what they're trying to do so it's really an awesome story and then the final just like the final fight scene is so it's really good it's really good um i i I recommend it i don't want to spoil anything but uh Uh, yeah speaking about westerns so i'm i'm uh i love my westerns but when i was younger and growing up if it didn't have clint eastwood in it I was like, it's not a Western. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of, you know, it's stupid to say, but when you love an actor so much in a specific genre of movie, right. you, know, you get your favorite, and it was always Clint Eastwood, and it got to the point where I wouldn't see a Western unless he was in it. Yeah. And then Dance with Wolves came along, and I'm like, oh, I like Kevin Costner. Yeah. I'll go see this. And me and my one friend Jason, we went to see it, and we both loved it. And at this time, I was working for an AMC movie theater, so we got to see free movies, and we ended up seeing it like six or seven times in the theater. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I said, that was the best Western I've seen since, I think I said, uh, for a few dollars more or something like that. Uh-huh. And then, of course, I think Unforgiven came out not too long after that. Yeah. When Clint made his return to Westerns, and when I saw that was coming out, I was like, Oh my God! Yes, gotta see this one. Saw so Unforgiven, then I was like, "Oh, which did I like more though?" So, <laughs> um, but yeah, what, what did you think? I'm curious. What did you think of? Did you ever see Tombstone? Yes, I did. Did you like it? I loved Tombstone, and it was mainly for Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday. Yeah, same. That's my favorite part of Tombstone is Doc oh, Holliday. <laughs> Doc Holliday is awesome. Mm. Yeah, and yes, I did see. Kevin Costner's wider because it was Kevin Costner. Yeah. But I liked it, but not as much as Tombstone because I was, I was comparing Val Kilmer's doc, doc holiday to, Oh man, who was it? Dennis Quaid that played doc holiday in wider. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think so. But I was comparing their, their, their two performances. And I'm just like, Val Kilmer did a much better job. Yeah. And, oh. and I guess, like, on the movie, topic of, like, movies, genre, or just subjects in general, um, a, a genre or subject I've always found more interesting than, a, like, cowboys and Indians and Westerns has actually been organized crime. Um, oh, yeah. Which, may, maybe that's, like, scary to say that, but I, like, am, oh. like, really, really interested in organized crime. And I, I have no intention <laughs> of, like, going into organized crime, but I just find it really interesting. Right. Um, yeah. And uh, I tell them that I love mob movies. Yeah, and like this, and actually, and this kind of relates to this. But for theater class, we had to, uh, we have to like op- memorize a monologue and like perform in class. And uh, so I chose, um, actually, I chose a Jack Nicholson monologue, and uh, okay. and I chose his opening monologue from The Departed. I don't know if you've seen that movie. Oh, uh, uh, yes. That movie, like I, I just love that movie. That movie is awesome. <laughs> it, yeah. it is such a really cool mob movie, and uh, it has it has a lot of really really big names in it. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, just the, the opening lines. Of the, like once I heard the opening lines of that movie, I just knew I was gonna love it. it just because it was gonna be that kind of movie, where. Uh, right. Um, yeah, which I don't know. Do you remember the opening lines of it? Uh, it's been so long. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I could 
memorize them right off the top of my head. No, uh, I, I guess I'll just say I'll just recite them because I've um, I've had to memorize the thing, but uh, it's it's the um, I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. Okay, remember that? Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're yeah. get, we're getting this. All right, all right. And then like he just keeps on going on and on about you know kind of like the the whole setting of the story and then talks about um, just it's just wow. I was like, okay, this is gonna be. Jack Nicholson is like just going to just put you know do put in a stellar performance and he did as uh, Frank right. but uh, yeah it, I love The Departed so much it's such a cool movie such a fun movie a good movie too it like has everything it has actions character development you know good storytelling good cinematography um, I really like that movie but, uh, yeah yeah and uh I don't know if anyone follows me on Twitter also. I guess I'll kind of talk about something I kind of announced on Twitter. Um, as far as, like, a geeky hobby here, uh, I'm starting to get really into, like, model building. Um, so I don't know, Jeff, yeah. if you've ever built, like, many models, but... Um, uh, when I was younger, I did, but... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did when I was younger, too, but I'm, like, I'm really starting to, like, I don't know, get back into it. You know, why not? It's uh, re- really fun to do, and... Um, I was like, we have like a bunch of really old model, models that my dad never put together. And I was like looking through all of them um, in the attic. And I found, so I found a, like a droid tri-fighter model, which I put together yeah. last night, which was pretty cool. I could probably just tweet a photo of that or something. And then I also found this really interesting like model of um, Jabba's throne room. It has like all the characters and it has Jabba and like everything. And it's like a... It's like just like a like almost like I don't know how to describe it like just like a scene you put together and like paint and stuff, um, right? So I'm, I, that may be a project here in the future that I do, but uh, I don't know. I guess I'm just I'm I ordered a uh, a model Formula One car. It's like a one twentieth scale, I believe, which is a pretty popular um, size for like racing cars. But uh, yeah, right. there's some. It, it is pretty like it's pretty uh, advanced to like you build the engine and. You like connect like the wires, that go from the odometer like to the back of the car. Like it's like it's pretty detailed, um, which is kind of cool. Yeah. It's like build, it's like building a car, but uh, but like a mini <laughs> one yeah. really that doesn't run, of course, because you know it, it's plastic parts, not you know metal and all this stuff, right? There's no. Yeah. But uh, anyways. Yeah, my wife got yeah. me. Well, last year she got me for Christmas, and this year she got me two different ones. Don't know if you've seen these things yet. They just come in like a little cardboard flat package called Metal Earth. Uh-oh. They're they're from little like sheets of like metal, but they're bendable. Yeah. And there's like tabs and stuff. Yeah. And they give you directions. You break break the part. You pop the you know pieces out, and you bend them and shape them. And the two, I forget which one she got me this year, but last year she got me um, Darth Vader's Tie Fighter. Uh huh. So and I still haven't put it together yet because it's been a long time since I've done anything like this. And <laughs> right. I don't want to mess it up. Right. I want it cool so I could take it to work and put it on my desk. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully I can, you know. Now that you mentioned that, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot she got me these. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, it's a you know no glue or solder needed, so okay. It's just like folding, you know, put the tabs in and 
and it comes with a stand and everything. So hopefully I can go ahead and get them together and I'll take some shots of them and put them up on Twitter. Yeah. That's awesome. No, I look forward to seeing that project. Um, yeah. And like, and like the, the thing that I like the, the Trifighter that I had was like a really cheap, um, like die cast model, which is just like, it's like a, like a metal thing. I mean, it was like really cheap. Like it's, it's like a screw together, you know, model that's, it, it it only took me like an hour. <laughs> it literally took. It was easy to build. It just, um, it's like a just kind of like a, a cheap little you know fun model. But I'm like, yeah, I, I need to like practice like following directions. And the, the, the directions were crap. Oh. The like the very last step was like the very first page. <laughs> if that yeah. makes any sense, it was super unclear, and like you just didn't know exactly what was going on. Nothing was labeled. It was like, okay, now put the A screws into like this one. Like you, you, you didn't designate which one's the A screws. So I like go through. Say okay, well there's like five A screws. I'm like, okay, I have to find the five screws like that are longer, and you know dig those out and count five of them. Um, right. Because it, it was just I don't know. I mean, I mean it didn't it wasn't that bad, right? It was simple and to put together. And then I think they actually may have gotten me a part short. I think they, what they did is they accidentally. Um, <laughs> and I, I think this is kind of embarrassing on their part, as I think is actually their fault. But they gave me two like mounting like pieces to mount like the the um, what should we call it? Mount the uh, like the the figure to like the stand that it gave me to. But it right. they gave me two of those, but they didn't give me like a bracket that like you used to attach like some of the missiles. So it's a tri fighter that doesn't have any missiles on it, which is still like realistic, right? Like those missiles are detachable yeah. and like, you know, you fire both of them, you don't have any. Yeah, as simple as that. But it would have been cool to have them because they look really cool on it. And uh, it's fine. I mean, it, look, it looks fine though. I mean, I, I'm looking at it right now. And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. The, the F1 car I'm building is going to be, it's going to take a lot more um, time. And like, it may take me like a month to build it because it takes gluing and like spray right. painting. And like, you can't, you can't like move or you just like wait for paint to dry <laughs> and everything. Yeah. So it's essentially like a long project. Cause, um, like, yeah, it's, it's a hobby, but I don't have that time in my life where I can literally just sit there and watch paint dry. Uh, right. <laughs> so it's going to be like, okay, I have to paint this tonight and then tomorrow night or whatever, I can come back and put it together. But, uh, yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah, sometimes when it's, I envy those people that have that kind of time right. to watch paint dry. Yeah, they can just sit and watch paint dry and like just read a book or something or do whatever they want to in the meantime. Yeah, I mean, retirement must be nice. <laughs> but yeah, uh, um, yeah, it'll be a fun little project, and it's gonna be cool when it's done. It'll be, and then from there, I don't know what I'll do. We'll see. I'm sure I'll just yeah. get, get another get something else to build. But uh, yeah. It'll be fun, but um, yeah, that's uh, I guess that that's like my latest hobby that I'm starting to get into, really. So that's fun stuff. Um, I, I just I don't know. I like building things. Like I like Legos too, and you know I built yeah. built my computer and everything. So like I don't know building things. I I, I enjoy it. Um, yeah, I've I've not gotten any IKEA furniture to assemble. <laughs> I've not reached that point in life where I've done that yet. But uh, I'm sure one day. It'll, yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be there. But uh, yeah, fun fun stuff. What about you? Are there any like hobbies that you're getting into or have gotten into, um, like within I don't know the past couple of years or just recently? Um. Yeah, I guess since my my wife or you know got me the PlayStation Four. Yeah. Playing around with that. That's and awesome. Yeah. I haven't I haven't really 
spend as much time on Battlefront 2 as I like to. Yeah. Oh, I understand. I, I, I don't think I've played it at all in 2018. Um, but, um, but, yeah. My wife really into, she, we purchased the, I guess it would be the digital version right off the PlayStation Store of the Harry Potter Lego years one through eight or whatever it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And she's been really into playing that. That's awesome. So, yeah. That's one of the reasons I haven't, you know, got a lot of time on Battlefront 2 yet, but, right. you know, I'm not blaming her. So Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I know, no. But, but awesome. I'm also, I really like the fact because I really didn't know. I guess it's, you know, the old man in me, I don't know. Uh-huh. But I really know that, you know, you could put the different Netflix, Amazon Prime app. Oh, yeah. And everything on there it, and just... Everything off of there, so video game systems replaced our Blu-ray players. So. Yeah, no, I mean video game system consoles nowadays. I think it's genius. They are multi-entertainment, you know, things. Yeah. They have video games. They have Netflix. They have anything online, like Blu-ray players, like you said, like my Xbox One S. We can play Blu-rays. We can watch Netflix. Yep. We can play video games. Um, so I was like, yeah, yeah. So we essentially replaced our Blu-ray player. I took exactly or a Blu-ray player up and. Hooked it up to our TV in our bedroom. So yeah, exactly. Like I always play Blu-rays through the Xbox One because my Blu and Blu-ray players are like weird too. Like they, they so, like at least mine just doesn't ever want to cooperate. Like you know, right. I, I don't even. So I just never use it. I'm like, no, I have the Xbox, you know, One S, and I just you know, plop that yeah. in there and voila, you know, crystal clear Blu-ray 4K um, on my you know 4K TV. What more could I ask for? <laughs> Just it's it's awesome. Yeah, and actually, I, I even awesome. think there are the DVDs that we've watched on the PlayStation Four so far. Even the DVDs seem a little bit the picture quality is just a little bit better. Yeah. Than a regular DVD player. It's because you got and it's because you have the hardware to run it. You know, you have the hardware. Yeah. Of like a, you know of like it's meant for like all these high, you know demanding games to just run that, a DVD. Now I see why the gaming systems are you know price the way they are nowadays yeah no yeah exactly i mean it's definitely you're getting more than just a gaming system exactly so. yeah i mean yep yep and i mean the pc like a pc is expensive it's an expensive hobby to like yeah. to build pcs parts are not i mean you can build i guess but it's like do it like right and like build a really powerful system like i did it was it was yeah. thousands it was it was expensive it was the most it's the most expensive hobby i think i've ever put money into and and then and then you have like parts you know under warranty like i have right now thank the lord is under warranty that uh that you know broke like my cpu cooler broke so i'm on my backup rig that you know also cost me a couple hundred bucks you know just to have um, right which is fine i'm glad i've had this thing forever now and i'm glad because it's gotten me through it's it's a got me through it's it may not be you know the most highly powered but this thing i think is indestructible (laughs) this thing literally just runs 24 7 and just doesn't stop it's it's the best backup rig, you know, possible, I think. But, uh, and yeah, my wife loves the fact that she can watch, um, her YouTube videos right on the big screen now. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. So I was like, she, yeah, she came down one morning and I'm, I'm watching, um, I think it was a music video or music concert that was on YouTube uh-huh. on our TV. And she was like, she's like looking at it, you know, and she looks at me and she was like, do you have, is, she goes, is that a DVD? And I was like, no. Yeah. She was like, then where are you watching that? And I'm like, on YouTube. She was like, 
we got YouTube on the TV now? And I was like, yes. <laughs> yep. Through the PlayStation. Yep. And she was like, oh, my God. Yeah. No, it, it's crazy just how like, just how, how good the gaming systems are and how, you know, how you can do everything on them. It's, it's, yeah. it's more than just like, you know, the, the boys, um, you know, toy now. It's like, okay, anyone can use it. And anyone, anyone can play games that they want. Anyone can uh, um, watch a movie or anything. And like, and I have the Nintendo Switch too because my family and I am just a Nintendo fanboy. I grew up on Nintendo, and I mean, right. that, that's more gaming focused though. They don't have like any apps, which I think they're in development. But uh, yeah, no, and anything. And plus, like anyone can play Nintendo, right? Like you don't really have to be like a yeah. huge gaming fan. Anyone can play Mario Kart or Mario or anything like that. So. Yeah. that's such a fun console and uh my sister and i play like a little game like a little cooking game on there too and i mean gaming consoles are just they like if they feel a niche that the pc gaming community right it just it can't do so right and it's it's all my friends play console most of my friends play console i have a couple that play pc but most of my friends play console so i'm most of the time playing console anyways more than i am pc these days because that's where all my friends right. are playing um which is interesting, right? But because uh, PC is like the best gaming experience, right? Hands down, no doubt about it. Yeah. You know it, but I mean, console's still fun, and it's still it's still really good. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, so go. Uh, I guess Super Bowl Sunday. I don't. This this may this may get uploaded um on Monday or Tuesday, which is fine. But. Uh, I guess for anyone listening, right. let's go ahead and predict the Super Bowl. What, who do you think is going to win? If you've even, I, I mean, I, I honestly don't know much about this year's football. I just know that I don't like the Patriots. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not a big fan of either team. I would like to see the Patriots lose, but there's just something in the back of my mind saying that they're going to pull it out again. Oh yeah, I know, I know. So I'm, I'm going to go. I'll even give a score here. I'll go with 38-28 Patriots. Okay, okay. I uh, I will be the optimist, which is probably going to end up cursing, right? The the hopes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to you know knock on so wood. So all Eagle fans, tur- close your ears. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I, I'm 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 more of an Eagles fan than I'm a Patriots fan, but I'm I think what. They have their backup quarterback Nick Foles in, which is kind of interesting, but uh, I, yeah. I still say that they're gonna pull it out in a shootout, and I'm gonna say they're gonna win forty-two to thirty-five, or maybe like forty-nine, forty-two. Okay. It's gonna be it's gonna be a one touchdown game. I just think that it's gonna be like a shootout, and the Eagles, yeah. I'm hoping, have the ball last, and then they they score and uh, and win. So because I, I am sick of the Patriots, um, yeah. they, they've turned me off of any last interest i had in the nfl once peyton manning yeah. left and tom brady was just free to you know reign over the afc without manning putting him in check it's like you know what it's, yeah. it's, it's unbalanced i'm out think, <laughs> there's I no think a one... lot of people are sick of the patriots yeah I, I, and it's I'm... kind of funny around here because i have a guy that sits in the cubicle right next to mine so i always hear him through the cubicle walls complaining but yeah. he's an eagles fan Diehard Eagles fan. Oh gosh! And it's so funny to hear him saying, "Oh, everybody hates the Eagles. Everybody's hating on the Eagles." I was like, "Oh, dude, no, you got it backwards, dude." I said, "Most of America hates the Patriots." Yeah. <laughs> I said, "Come on." And and he, and by the he way, uh uh-uh. uh 
And I'm like, yeah. yes, they do. By the way, people hate the Eagles because they hate the fans. The Philadelphia fans yeah. are awful. They're some of the worst fans exactly. in the U.S., <laughs> to be honest. That's what I really wanted to tell him. Yeah, but like, we don't like, hate the Eagles. Know. We hate Philadelphia, you know, and <laughs> we hate the fans. That's, I mean, I didn't want to tell him that because I didn't want that to hold, turn the whole thing, so. Right, yeah. Also, I was at work, and I had to watch my profanity, so. <laughs> exactly. Like, and people hate the Patriots well, because, A, Ben Roethlisberger and Tom Brady are slimy, right? They, yeah. they are slimy, um, just, you know, kind of, ew, right? No, I don't, I don't like Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. I mean, they've been caught cheating multiple times. Right. And Tom Brady comes off as like an arrogant um, oh, uh, he, douche. <laughs> oh. uh, I mean, and I he, mean, when he first, Like, whenever I, like, when, I don't know. He just, like, he just, like... His at this point, his face bothers me. <laughs> yeah, just it, the sight of yeah. him, I'm just like, oh my god. There, there would be nothing more gratifying than to see the smile wiped off his face tonight. It's such a cocky, so, jerk smile. You know, there, there's. I feel like there's like no, no gratitude behind it. It's just all right. me, me, me. Smile. You know, yeah. he's he's and smiling because see. he's the best, not because he's happy. Right. <laughs> Also, so we can get another, um, like a crying Brady meme. Yes, going around the internet. I know, I know, and, and it's ridiculous. I remember like they had to trade Randy Moss away from the Patriots because they got in an argument like over one of their haircuts. It was like either like Moss's or Brady's haircut, and like and like they wouldn't like talk to each other because of like they hated like something about like argument over hair. Like oh my god, stuff that just makes me like this is yeah. why I hate the Patriots, and because Patriots fans. Oh my gosh, yeah. Patriots fans suck. <laughs> so they're, they're going to have that stadium's going to be full of two fan it's gonna bases. Be fan, it's going to be full of the worst fan base. It's going to be the worst Super Bowl ever. It's going to be full of, yeah, the worst fans to ever <laughs> exist in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I just, I posted a gift on Twitter this morning saying something along the lines like, oh, the Super Bowl was on today? Really? That's today? Yeah. And then I went, oh, and, and it's the Eagles, or the Patriots versus the Eagles? And then my gift was, uh, I think it's Peter Griffin saying, oh, my God, who the hell cares? Yeah. <laughs> so. It's it's literally just getting, yeah. And for all of our non-American viewers, just know that, like, yeah, it, at this point, it's, a, it's, it's just... It's a big deal, and we're yeah. surprised they haven't turned today into a national holiday. So mm-hmm. I'm surprised like, they don't turn Monday into a national holiday. To be honest, yeah, that's what that's what I was about to say. Is like turn today into a national holiday, but observe it on the Monday previous, so no one has to go to work next day or and, after. Yeah, I feel like like this must be the Monday like where most people call in sick. It's gotta be. Yeah, because it is. That that's why I always I I plan ahead and I I use one of my personal days every year Monday after the Super Bowl. Are, so are, are, are you going to this year? Yeah, I have off tomorrow, so. Oh, okay, okay, nice. Uh, for, and I'm glad on so many levels because of all the Eagle fans at work, there's either going to be two kind of moods in that office on Monday morning. A lot of pissed off people. Yeah. Or a lot of rowdy people that won't shut the hell up. It won't do any so, work at all anyways. Yeah, yeah. and I just don't want to put up with it. I figure I'll give them a day. To calm down, I'll go back Tuesday and everything will be fine. Honestly, like that whole week, I, the, the, you know, it just like sets the tone for the week. 
Um, yeah. Because, but, and, like, at school, you know, people always discuss, you know, the Super Bowl. And, I, and like, I usually watch it. And, like, oh, yeah, like, I, you know, like, I, I'll talk with them about it. But I'm, like, like, I don't know. See, I don't know. Football is just, I don't know. I, I don't get, like, I don't get my, like, fulfillment, like, my satisfaction from, like, a sport like other people do watching football. Right. To me, it's just a bunch of idiots running into each other at full speed, and that's just about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's just, it's just like it's it's a violent game. It's, it's not even a sport to me. It's just a violent game. Yeah, which yeah. is entertaining, right? Yes, we love seeing, you know, three hundred pound people like crush other people, right? Like, no, I'm yeah. not. I'm not denying. I'm not. No, it's entertainment, right? It's absolutely entertainment. But uh, exactly, like to me, it's just it's just like. I don't know, idiots crushing each other's skulls <laughs> at full speed, you know, running with helmet and shoulder pads on. So it is, it is nothing more. It, I, I, there's no, like, I don't find any, there's no, like, glory really to football. But, like, people right, like Pey- right. Pey- Peyton Manning were fun to watch because, like, they, they were smart. And they outsmart, you know, everyone else. And, like, and they played the game. Like, they had, like, such this unique approach to the game that I really, like, was really cool to watch. And now that, like, I don't know, it's just not the same anymore. <laughs> it's just yeah. not the same. Um, and of course, you know, people can say, "Oh, but you like auto racing, and that's just cars going around and around and around." And I, and I say, you know, okay, fair enough. You know, fair enough. Yeah. I, I have my bias towards auto racing, and uh, I think it's like it, it, it's a lot more difficult, and there's a lot more strategy, and it's 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 just more than you know, cars going around and around and around. Right. But uh, you know, it's it, it, but um, you know, but you, you, I people could argue it this other way and have valid reasons. So it's either like you, it's, I guess with all sports, you get it or you, you don't, I get auto racing. I don't get football. Like it's fun. I have no doubt. It's fun. It's entertaining. And it's fun to like talk about it, hang out with friends and like as like a social event too. But I just don't like, don't get I, it. But I get that about, about hockey a lot too. Yeah. You know, some people like, well, I, I don't understand you know, hockey, it's just, you know, these big guys just slapping around a little piece of rubber, you know, on the ice and I'm smashing into each other, getting in fights. I'm like, nah, that's not what it's really about. Yeah. I'm like there is strategy, you know, they do write up plays just like they do in football. So, yeah, but the, the one sport that I just don't do at all, I think it's like the dumbest thing ever. And I guess as being an American, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but basketball. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Uh, I used to be in the basketball, but lately it's just not the same as when I was younger. Yeah, I mean, I see the way people they dribble the ball nowadays, and I'm like, he's carrying, you know, and he's he, he traveled, and they just don't call that exactly you know, it's, basic stuff exactly. anymore. I've noticed, like, yeah, with the NBA, they never call like it, it's all about the entertainment and like the big things it's not about like the actual sport which in the sport itself i think fundamentally is very boring and then like right. and then like you just forget the sport try to make it into like the spectacle i'm just like no that no you know it's just not my it's just not my thing it's just something that i don't know i don't like it i don't like basketball right but uh yeah other than that i mean i'm trying to think any other american sports baseball Baseball is fun. Baseball to me is more. It's always been more about just the sport. It's like a spring, you know, get together. We go and you know, like if you're if you're watching, you go and you know, you, you eat peanuts and popcorn and right. you know, and just enjoy this, you know, a slow paced strategical 
game with like mild weather to sit back and enjoy. Yeah, and, I mean that's basically that's what baseball is all all about strategy. Oh yeah, no, that, so, that is the most strategic like ball sport I think there is is baseball. And it may not seem like it, right? It doesn't seem like it because it's so simple, and it looks like there's like there's no way you could put a strategy in here. But right. everything is a strategy, you know. Where the pitcher, like where he throws it to, to the catcher, like that's a strategy, you know. Right. Where the there's, I mean, where everyone's aligned. There's no set rules to say like where everyone has to be, right? Like right. there's what nine, I think, guys, or is it seven? No, it's nine. It's nine people on nine. the field, but. There's no and rule they, in baseball that says you have to have a guy at first base. or The only right. rule is there's to be a guy pitching. That is the only rule. The rest of the placement is up to you. You and can have yeah, no... That's why they have net, it's strategy because you see managers nowadays, certain hitter comes up, oh, he, he tends to pull the ball to right field, so you'll see the whole infield shift. shift. And the outfield will shift and, too. And yeah. It's like the third baseman's at shortstop and the exactly. second baseman between first and second so yeah it's it's all about strategy and you know you can put the people wherever you want right and then like the pitcher will throw like throw a ball like either like a certain type of pitch or like location to where like it's more likely to cause the ball to go to right field right or so it's so strategic it's really strategic and then like your lineup right like you have like the first three contact hitters followed by like the power hitter and then like and then or like like the, the other guys are like fifth, five, six, seven, or also like you're like your speedy guys or whatever, and like the eighth is another power guy. Your ninth is just <laughs> whoever. Even though like the ninth, yeah. I've, actually I've heard baseball coaches tell me like the ninth hole hitter is actually one of the most important, um, one of the most important people in the lineup, realistically, right. because all their job is, is is to either get on base or just like make the pitcher like just make like their at bat as long as possible to wear down the pitcher. Like I, I've heard that like ninth the ninth hole is actually like a really, really important like um, like strategical wise it's actually really important and it can make a huge difference even though it doesn't seem like it. So right, it's actually it's not it's not like a bad thing to be nine hole hitter even though like you're last in the lineup per se. But uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. Baseball is it's it's cool. I I like baseball. It's really um, I I what I don't like though is like. In the South, baseball kind of has, like, this reputation of being, like, really redneck and really, uh, like, I don't know, just, like, trashy just because, like, the people that play uh-huh. it. And, like, in the Midwest, it's, like, you know, it's it's different. It's totally different, baseball in the Midwest compared to Texas. And uh, yeah. it's it's completely different. I, I don't know. I like baseball, though. I, I like baseball here in the South, and I like baseball pretty much anywhere. Baseball is a fun sport. And I wish they would bring it back to the Olympics. Yeah. But, oh, well. I think what do they have now? Didn't they? I think they were starting to introduce more sports, though. I don't know what they've introduced for Tokyo in twenty twenty, but uh, I'm not sure. It'll be interesting. I wonder. I wonder. That would be cool if dodgeball became an Olympic sport. Just think. Just think. Yeah. Like an Olympic dodgeball team. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be really cool. I. I don't. That would be anyone's game, right? Like I feel like I don't feel like America could just dominate, right? Or like right. Any, any country, like Russia, or any, it, for all we know, like. You know, um, like <laughs> Madagascar or something could, you know, have the best team, you know? I don't know. 
Exactly. Uh, honestly, I would think it'd be an Asian team, a bunch of like short Asians that are hard to hit, like a bunch of like Koreans. Or I'm not, I'm not like trying to be racist, but like I'm, it's a compliment, you know. Like they would actually be good, you know, versus like the big mighty Americans. I feel like like a small little, you know, people that are no taller than I am at five, you know, six, right. um, would be a lot better than you know the the the, the six foot four, you know, big lanky Americans. But uh, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. If you could choose a sport to become or anything to become uh, Olympic, what would you have it as? Hmm. I'm trying to think of something that isn't already. Um. Something like Quidditch? <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. See them flying around on brooms. Well, I guess they would have to, you know, perfect the flying broom first. But. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, maybe um, is rugby. Is rugby? Oh, I don't know if rugby is. I've never really seen anything that's made rugby an Olympic sport. Or cricket? I don't, that's, is cricket Olympic? That, I don't know if cricket's Olympic. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Yeah. Cricket, I, I, I don't know. I feel like only like England and India play cricket, so they would kind of dominate everything. Well, yeah, uh, for the first, for the first you know, couple yeah, Olympics, but yeah. once everybody gets their teams and starts learning the game. you know, the basics, yeah, that's true. I think you have pretty good competition. Yeah, I think so. Um, but, but, yeah, that would be really cool to see cricket or – because, like, cricket is, like – it's kind of the, the opposite of baseball in philosophy. Like, you can hit the ball right. anywhere. And, uh, yeah. I f but don't cricket matches last, like, forever, though? Like, can't they last for, like, days yeah, I think they would have to, like, put some kind of... Time limit. Yeah. Yeah, because I, 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 I've heard it's just possible for them just to, like, just for each side to, like, be able to go on for just hours of, like, staying at... I don't know if you call it at-bat. I don't, I don't know cricket, you know, so I don't know if it's called an at-bat, yeah. but, uh, yeah. Cricket and rugby would be cool. Um, bowling, is that Olympic? Mm, don't know. That would be one that would be cool. Yeah. Just imagine an Olympic grade bowling alley, what that would consist of. Oh. <laughs> wow. That would just be crazy. Think about that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean we already have like Olympic ping pong, which is awesome. And I can never I don't think I've yeah, I don't think I could ever see the actual ping pong ball when they're playing. I just see two guys right. whacking, you know, a paddle around. And then I see like every once in a while I'll see like a little like flash of, you know, the orange ping pong, whatever it is, but Right. And how they see with, like, the lighting and everything inside the stadium is beyond me. Like, I would right, think it would right. just be an awful glare, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know, I'm <laughs> rambling at this point. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's that's a good that's a good episode. Um, yeah. Episode 20, kind of all over the place, and, uh, which that's, is good. Yeah, it's going to be our, our new format. It's basically, I still have to perfect the description before I post it, but it's basically we are a we're we're still a Star Wars podcast. We'll talk about Star Wars at the beginning of the episode like we did tonight and then the second half of the episode we talk about randomness. Like anything geeky you know right that we're into. Or just it, and stuff anything, like that. you know. Oh yeah, because I don't know. Is, is sports geeky? You know, we talked about the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I don't know. Two I geeks know talking about sports. <laughs> yeah, I know some people say, oh, nerds and geeks are not into sports, but, 
yes, we are. There's some of us that are, so. Yeah. No, I, I feel like, like, you know, I, I feel like I'm, you know, could be a jock and a, and a geek, right? I can enjoy the sports and right. I can enjoy the geeky stuff. Because um, I really do like sports a lot. I, I think sports, like, they're they're awesome and they're, it's, you know, my idols, besides, you know, like, acting, I guess, like, movie characters, maybe. I don't know if I consider them, like, idols, but, like, my idols are athletes, so. Right. You know, it's, I don't know. It's kind of, kind of like that almost, like, real-life superhero aspect to it, I guess. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that that's going to cover it, though. Episode 20. We went from Han Solo to Ping Pong Balls, so. Yep. Uh, <laughs> cover the whole umbrella stuff that was awesome guys thank you so much for listening and uh let us know what you think of uh the new format what you what you guys think so far and if there's anything you want us to like institute into like kind of this new little segment um then let us know if you guys want us to talk about uh like anything specifically um let us like if you guys want us to talk about a topic you guys like what do you want us to talk about let us know we'll do it um, we're open to any suggestions so thank you so much for watching yeah i'm tristan i'm jeff and may the force be with you. Always. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. Life is about passions. Thank you for sharing ours. This has been the Canto Cast. May, may the, the force, force be, be with, with you. you.